Monday the 24th. What a day yesterday. Could talk about some bad beats, but you know what? The day ended up 7-5. and five. Let's get into these picks right away, and I'm going to commentate on the uh, outcomes yesterday. Amazing stuff. I think one of the better games you'll ever see in the NFL. If you don't watch much, it would have been the best game you ever see. All right, so um, crazy. Spent a lot of time looking through basketball, and I do mean a lot of time. And I think, I think because of some good fortune in in going with gut yesterday, I'm, I'm going to lay off some of these picks just in case um, I'm high on my own supply, so to speak. You know, you, back in the old days, you know, if you didn't think your armpits smelled, then it was time to check yourself. Today, you got two things you got to worry about: either you got COVID because you can't smell it, or you got to check yourself. So I, I don't know, but uh, you know, enough of the poor attempts at humor. Again. Good exhilarating day yesterday, but let's uh, talk about college basketball. The only thing I come up with is USC minus 12. I don't want to give up 12 points, so I'll look at it live. If Arizona State jumps out and I get Arizona, uh, USC a tighter number, I'd be more than happy to take it. There's a lot of picks that looked good, but I'm not taking looked good today. I'm taking is good. They move over a short card in in NBA. The only thing that looks good to me is the under in Chicago and Oklahoma City, and it doesn't look good enough to take. I'll look for it live. Yesterday's live looks were Toronto uh, and Miami. If we'd have played them uh, before the game, it would have been 1-1, one one, so we'd have lost juice, so it's good to lay off. Uh, the good thing is two live bet winners there, which is part of the, I guess, the gut reward, is that... Uh, Toronto was so far behind, I was able to get them at plus 18 and a half. They brought the game to within four and ended up covering that 18 and a half real easy. And then Miami, I went the other way. I liked Miami minus two, but the Lakers are so far behind, and I could see that they're still trying. Uh, LeBron in there, et cetera. They got the game to the point where they looked like they could have gotten it done. They also lost, but I also had them. I had them at 19.5, or maybe I'm switching. One was 19.5, one was 18.5. Anyway, they both won. Uh, so sometimes live betting is the way to go. Uh, I wish I could do the pregame bet on something, on basketball. I just can't, but those are what I'm looking at is USC and then the under on Chicago and Oklahoma City. And then hockey, again, the gut was working. You know, uh, the only play that we had there was uh, looks uh, Pittsburgh – and I said, you know, this game uh, might very well end up 3-2 to two in overtime. It ended up 3-2 to two in overtime. So the only play was Pittsburgh to win in money line uh, full game and then over 4.5 in the same game parlay teaser. And it came through. Uh, and then if you were really watching that, you could have taken uh, Pittsburgh live, which I did at plus 1.5 and, and got that one. Uh, great live betting opportunities yesterday. All across the board. Uh, all right, so for today's NHL real plays, the Rangers, and I looked at this one last night and, and locked it in, but it hasn't moved much yet. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. It should have moved a lot. But the Rangers, minus 160, full game money line, is a lock stock for me. I'm going to do that two ways, though. I like it quite a bit. I'm not going to be irrationally exuberant here, but I like it to win. But I'm going to take the full game even though you can get the regulation line at about minus 100 to minus 110, depending on your book. 
But you know what? If you're going to give it to me at 160, I'm taking the full game just in case there's an overtime. And the Kings, although they, they could do it, it could be a, it could be a three to two game. Actually, I think it's more like if worst case scenario, it's three to one Rangers. But I think it could also go up quite a bit. It could be six to two or something. So there's no play in the total in that regard. I'm going to do three quarters of a unit on New York minus 160. I'm going to do one quarter of a unit on the puck line. New York minus one and a half at plus 152. So in the result, you know, if they just win and don't win by two, I'll still win money. If they somehow lose, I'll lose less because of the plus money on a quarter of that bet. But I'm still I'm still loving this New York side. So I'm going to double down, if you will, for three quarters of a unit on a same game parlay for New York to win full game money line and over three and a half. Now, again, in this situation, the four and a half, you know, has value, but I think there's a potential you'd have good plus money there. But I think there's a potential of that three to two situation yet. And um, I mean, excuse me, the three to one situation. And then your your uh, over four and a half is a lost cause. So when you're giving me a same game parley at minus 115 to get to just get four goals, you know, a three to one, for example, or four to zero and New York to win. I'm, I'm loving it. So New York to win money line, part of it, that bet on the puck line, and then parlay New York and over three and a half. Loving that bet. Let me move on down the line. I had a close call, we'll call it, on Boston and Anaheim. I cannot take Boston puck line here. I cannot take them full game money line. It's too expensive. I can't take a regulation line. So how can I do a same game parlay? I could take Boston to win any way you can and full game or otherwise, and under, now I'm going to say under because I have a lean, I lean under in this game, under six and a half at plus 125, getting plus money, I got, I, I almost, yeah, I've got it crossed down, crossed out just to talk about, but uh, I, I think that the, the lean has to be under, and so yeah, you can get the six and a half, but I don't think seven's out of the, out of the question, because is it Tuka Rask in goal today? No, he had a great year last year, or, or you know, good enough, you should say, right? Uh, he's had a couple outings this year where he shut it down in his first game back, and then he got blown up. They had to pull him. I don't, I don't want to partake in that. There's no reason to rush the, or push the bet. You don't have to bet on it, so I'm not. Then we move over to Minnesota and Montreal. Big favorite. And you can do the Chicago and Colorado are going to be done the same way. Also huge favorites. Now, Minnesota should crush Montreal. Montreal showing signs of life here. Um, there's 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 one way to play this on the game itself, and that's the puck line. Minnesota minus one and a half at minus one thirty. Too much to spend on regulation and certainly the money line. Um, the puck line is still minus one thirty. That's how much of a favorite they are. But I don't like to spend a full unit on it. So I'm going to do a half unit on Minnesota, Montreal, Minnesota, minus one and a half, minus one thirty. But I'm going to do the other half unit on a same game parlay, Minnesota. And here's where it gets tricky. I'm going to get plus money on this. I'm going to do the puck line in the same game parlay, which is the first time I've done this on the show. Minnesota minus one and a half and over five and a half at plus 165. So now... 
why why don't I go four and a half? Well, because four and a half, you know four and a half and the full game money line. Well, then it's ridiculous juice. You're paying an enormous amount, so you can't do that. Why not uh, Minnesota on the full game money line and over six and a half? Then or some you know something like that. Or it, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Here here's the end result. Here's the end the result. If you were to take Minnesota money line and over five and a half, think about the scenarios there. It doesn't it doesn't fit. You're, you're, to get over five and a half, you're at six, right? Well, how do you get six? You can't have three to three. There's no ties in hockey. That means four to two is the most likely outcome. Well, if it's four to two, Okay, so Minnesota wins four to two. Then why am I not getting the plus one sixty five by taking Minnesota to simply win and over four and a half? That's why the or over five and a half. That's why the four and a half was the first option, way too expensive. So if you're going to take over five and a half, which I am, because I definitely lean over the total on the full game, but not enough to to you know buy it on its own, the six on its own. So I'll take the five and a half and over. And Minnesota minus one and a half. Because again, if you're going to go over the total, more likely you're going to cover that spread. If it's a lower number, I don't want to give up one and a half goals. So that's the way to play that. So plus 165 and a half unit Minnesota by two and over five and a half. The exact same scenario, Colorado and Chicago. Colorado puck line minus 125 for half a unit. Colorado on the puck line parlayed up with over five and a half on the same game parlay for half a unit at plus 170. They're almost identical bets. They're almost identical situations. They're both home teams. They're both heavy heavy favorites. They're both highly offensive scoring teams against offensively struggling teams. Both these bets should win, but there's no guarantees. You've seen these high, high odds plays fall in your face before. Other options you could do, you could look at taking Minnesota, Colorado, and you can throw New York in there as a three-team money line parlay at good good odds. That's something you could look at there. All right, so that actually is the picks today. But these games yesterday, the NFL, you know, we ended up uh, three and three, but it was so crazy. NFL was three and three. The whole day was seven and five. When you start with, we have LA, and we have the under. Now talk about. Crap! That started out in bad. That that's bad beat territory. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got under 48 and a half, which looks like a stone cold lock. Then I've got the Rams plus seven and a half and under 56 and a half. That's a stone cold lock, right? Ay 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 ay. Oh my God! So I don't. You know, we could say we could say it without the butterfingers play by the Rams. This is a five and one NFL day because it was without butterfingers. Okay, so we, we gotta move on from that. That it is what it is. I guess you could say, you know, the LA Rams were definitely the right side. They almost blew it. The under was the right side, I think. Some people could argue that because it didn't win. All right, let's move on to that Buffalo game. Talk about crazy, crazy game. I mean, I'm not I'm not, I'm gonna do this from the betting perspective because most of the people you hear on the TV or if you're listening to a radio in the car or something, you're not getting the betting perspective on this, but this is crazy. So we're taking Buffalo, and I don't know that that was the right side. I believe it was. That's what I was on. Uh, it's hard to say that that Kansas City wasn't the right side. 
And I have uh, on the on the over, and one could argue that was the wrong side because it looked like it was probably going under. All right, and then I have a same-game parlay with Buffalo plus 7.5 over 48.5. In theory, that could have been the wrong side as well. So maybe I deserve a 3-3, three and three. and that's what I ended up at the end of the day pacing around thinking about how crazy that day was. <laughs> it's just unreal. Probably 3-3 three and three was all we deserved there, and that's what it got to be. But So you got Buffalo. I'm thinking, man, you got to come down and do this, and I'm confident they're going to do it. They got seven minutes, seven-minute drive, and they get a touchdown at the end. And I'm thinking to myself, now it's going to be that extra point that Kansas City missed. That's going to cost the total, you dirty son of a guns. But I'll still get the same game parlay in Buffalo. This is perfect. And I said, wait a minute. Why would, you know, it only took a second. Why would you kick an extra point? You're going to go for two because if you miss, you're still up by one, which is the same exact difference as two in the purpose of this exact scenario in the game. And if you get it, you're up by three insurance against a field goal, which, of course, We'll get to in a second. So they get that. And what a play. That could have been, that was quite a catch by Diggs in the end of the end zone to get that two point conversion. That in itself was nuts. And that could have been, you know, might have been a much less exciting ending, I guess, without that. So here comes Kansas City now with a minute left. And they, they need, they need a field goal to tie. I'm thinking, okay. It is Mahomes. I'm, you know, I can probably count my money here, but you never know. Touchdown. <laughs> and it's like, okay, a touchdown already. And now there's almost no time on the clock for for Buffalo to do something. I mean, all right, well, got the total nice and clear. And I've got the same game parlay nice and clear, but I don't have the side at this point because Buffalo can't score. Buffalo scores. And I got to tell you, this Josh Allen, you, you know, Rodgers and Brady, they're now the old guard. They're still quality quarterbacks that you want on your team. Brady can't have too much left in the tank. You know, and oil can Rodgers with that, I don't know what he puts in his hair, WD-40 or something. You know, he still gets it done. He still has to be one of your premier quarterbacks in the league. And he should be able to play for a while the way they protect quarterbacks. But I tell you, Mahomes and Allen – I don't want to, you know, if I was saying this last night, it might have been overreaction. They're the two best quarterbacks in the league right now, period. Mahomes is an amazing pass. He's the best pure passer in the league, but he also can run. Now you've got Allen, who's a heck of a passer, but I think, well, I don't think. He is the best running quarterback. I don't you know, Lamar Jackson. Six days ago, Keyshawn Johnson is ranting about, I'll take. Lamar Jackson over Jared, Josh Allen any day of the week. Look, that's a massive fail by you, Keyshawn. You should probably not be doing this job on TV if you don't understand what you just said there. Now, again, that was before what Josh Allen just did yesterday, but it's not. that's not the first time he's done this. The guy is a running back who is also an amazing passer, I guess you could say. And I like that. You got. I'm a big Josh Allen fan right now. I'm not. A, I'm not been. A, I've never been a Bills fan, but I just became a Josh Allen fan because, you know, we protect his quarterbacks too much. You got Dak Prescott over in Dallas. He doesn't does not hold a candle to Josh Allen as far as passing ability or running ability, and decision making. None of it. 
None of it. And, uh, you know, maybe some of that's coaching too, but he needs to get his act together over there in Dallas. But back to Josh Allen, this guy, he, they don't, it's not, they don't care if he gets injured because he's like a running back. And that's what you do. You run with the ball. It's amazing. Anyway, so I don't know. Maybe I'm too excited yet. But so the Bills come back and they get a touchdown. Is this crazy? 13 seconds left. All right. And then there's argument maybe they should have squib kicked. Yeah, I'm not going to argue about that. Just kick the ball off. Don't worry. Don't do something you weren't planning on doing and have it blow up in your face that way. You got 13 seconds left. Yeah. Touchdown or a field goal, Kansas City. Tied ball game. Unbelievable. So I'm sitting there, all right. Now when that when he's going to get that kickoff or that, that field goal, I'm thinking, miss it. Miss it. Then I get everything. I got all the bets done. I got three three out of three in this game. I actually stopped myself mid-sentence. I'm like, you know, no. Let the guy hit it. Let's finish this game on the field. Let's not back into this victory here. Yeah, you feel like you deserve this victory. But you you know what? Let's let's play it on the field. Let's do it that way. Not of course not realizing until a few seconds later that it's all gonna be on the the uh coin toss. That's who's gonna win the game, it's the coin toss. So, you know, I'm you know in the gambling perspective, you wanna win that bet. But all of a sudden the gambling didn't even matter anymore. It's like, hey, let's play this game. And you know what? It is what it is. He made that good for him. I didn't want to see that kicker. That would, that would be horrible for that kicker to, to miss that. I, that would be horrible. I didn't want to see that for anybody. Yeah, I wanted to win the bet, but that was horrible to, to, if he would have missed that. So then here we are, and as they're, the, they're, the ump is talking about the rules for overtime, and it's okay, da, da, da. and I'm thinking, oh, my God. There's nothing left in these defenses, nothing left. Whoever wins this is going to win the game. At that point in time, I should have had the app open to bet on. No matter what the odds were, I should have bet on the team who won the coin toss to win the game. I hear after the fact it wasn't even ridiculously high. It might have been 200 or something. I wasn't looking. I was looking at the game. I'm like, oh, my God, win this, win this. So the Bills take tails. It's heads, and I go, that's it. All right, well, win the same game parlay, win the over, lose the Buffalo side and that little flyer bet I had for Buffalo and uh, the Rams to be in the Super Bowl, that's gone. But it is what it is. You know, and here's the thing. We don't want to overreact here about how great Kansas City is here. We've also had the uh, amazing performance of uh, Burrow in C- Cincinnati. you got to take Kansas City to, to represent the Super Bowl. But, uh, Cincinnati, is, they're, not, they're not going to beat Kansas City. But – Stranger things have happened. I'm not sure which way I'll bet because the Lions got Kansas City over by a touchdown. On the other side, I still believe in the Rams. They had four four turnovers. You'd think to have the fear of God put it in after they almost blew this game against their opponent. So it's going to be a re, rematch of the Rams and the, and the 49ers where the 49ers got themselves into the playoffs by beating the Rams in a, in a last-second fashion in L.A., it's not going to happen this time. L.A. is going to win. If San Francisco gets enough money to pull it down to three, I'm jumping on it immediately. But I think they're going to cover it any which way. You know, it's, it's going to happen. So it'll be the Rams and the Super Bowl, and they'll be playing at home against Kansas City. At that point, again, I don't want to be rationally exuberant about anybody. 
think defense is going to make the difference. And the Rams' defense is so much better than the Kansas City Chiefs' defense is not even funny. It's not even a comparison. So I, I'm probably going to put a futures bet down on the Rams for fun, although futures betting is not generally a smart play because what will happen is Kansas City will be the favorite in the uh, Super Bowl, and then you could just take the Rams on the money line as an underdog. But anyway, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a play-by-play guy. I'll never be in uh, – Joe Buck's position alongside Troy Aikman talking, you know, doing the play-by-play. But I think my my monologue while the game was playing out was was if I should have taped that because it's all the scenarios, the, the missed extra point. Oh, if they do this, they should do. It was amazing. And if there was a gambler's live podcast, I guess that's an option for someone to do, right? That would have been probably a crazy, crazy podcast. Good luck, everyone.